League to the English Premier League. From the man you read to a Brazilian named Fred. From the Socceroos to the latest round ball news. From Harry Kill's tattoo to Cantona's Kung Fu. Want to hear the best world football show on the planet? Well, stand in queue. For Hyundai Ailey. Fan made. Get behind your local club. Muchas gracias for Diego's. Welcome, amigos. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. My name is Carlos Alberto Diego. With me today is Vinny Venezuela, Rodrigo Rodriguez, and Jose Throbbing Blue Vein Gorgonzola. We're four blokes who love our world footy, and we want to tell you all about it. So, Vinny, what have we got in the show for listeners tonight? Thank you very much, Carlos. Well, tonight we share a special soft sombrero moment with Aussie football legend Craig Johnson and UK football journo Mike McGrath. And we look at why kissing the badge, like kissing your sister, is overrated in Jose's EPL rap. Rodrigo talks about what Sydney will do now their prolific prong is gone. And Vinny brings us the latest corruption shenanigans at FIFA in his global scene. We talk victory hate, Skoko the Great, and EPL football snood debate, and much, much more. So all you sensitive hooligans out there, hang on your sombreros. Coming up, Brosk the prong is gone. What will Sydney do? Rodrigo will tell us all about it. So stay tuned across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar. For Hyundai A-League, fan-made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. You're with Carlos Rodrigo, Vinny and Jose on the Four Diego's across Australia. You can join us right here every week for your dose of world footy Diego style. Coming up, I can hear the drums Fernando Torres leaves Liverpool. But first, Rodrigo, what's the latest on the A-League front? A couple of interesting games uh, at the weekend, Carlos. Melbourne Hart drew with Central Coast Mariners 1-0. Matt Thompson, uh, just confusing Matt Ryan, and Daniel Breen <laughs> scored for Central Coast. Very uh, drenched people, 3,500 of them at Amy Park. It was bleeding hearts for me and Warren, of course. We were on the ground and uh, at Absolutely soaked. And thank you to the Hart fans who just kept on bagging us the whole time. Matt Ryan's got a new mantra. It's, uh, I will stay on the line. I will stay on the line. I will stay on the line. <laughs> Amy Park drained so well, Carlos, I thought it was going to take you and Warren with it. <laughs> down the plug. Yeah, yeah down yeah. the plug. I'll tell you what, it was amazing. The technology these days, I know Vinny will talk about technology later on, but technology in the surface of ground unbelievable. Yeah. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen, Carlos, I've got to say. <laughs> At Hindmarsh Stadium, Wellington Phoenix defeated Adelaide United 1-0. Chris Greenacre scored it with around 7,500 people at Hindmarsh. The pub team's made the finals again. Unbelievable. <laughs> They'll cause some damage to the Kiwis in the finals, I reckon. The question is, is the pressure getting too much for Adelaide? Are the wheels going to fall off? Vinny, there's so many churches in Adelaide, all they have to do is just go to church and pray. <laughs> they'll be fine? You think they'll be fine? Absolutely pray. Do you think it's going to be a case where Wellington are going to get really close to taking the title and then we boot them out of the comp? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, it's Ricky Herbert. He'll just be playing for a draw like in the World Cup. <laughs> Pretty cool and had a good whinge after that game too, saying his boys are playing too much. But uh, let's talk about Alex Bross. You know, of course, Alex Bross has signed with uh, J-League club Shimizu S-Pulse, yeah. interesting name for a club, but I'm concerned. I'm a little bit worried. You know, I loved Alex Bross. A bit of, bit of man love there for yeah. Alex. You know, he was a staple of the A-League. And, of course, he deserves a bigger paycheck. But, you know, a bit like Archie Thompson, who, you know, had a dalliance <laughs> with Holland at some point. But, you know, I'm, I'm quite sad that he's gone. And, and, and there's a lot of other players that are gone. I know you're naive, right? I am naive. The, the reality of world footy is if you've got a sterile prong, and a sterile prong <laughs> is unhappy, so he's an un, un, unhappy sterile prong, you don't have him, just move him on. You move him on. Yeah. And, like, what better place to go to than a club that sounds like they're a deodorant? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> pulse. Yeah. And the endless supply of Norrie Rolls. Fantastic. <laughs> it's a win. Oh, but, you know, what has Japan got that we haven't got? Maybe you can get whale on a menu. Yes. That's that's the thing. Yep. You could probably get a bit uh, politically incorrect there. But the club had to make a statement, didn't they? They had to say, we're holding on to our player. 
It's the, the argy bargy you get in these days with the transfer negotiation. The club wants to, you know, stick its chest out. Alex uh, Brosk wants to sulk a little bit, yeah. and they come halfway <laughs> in the middle. It's all about feeding the family for Alex, uh, setting up himself up for life. That's true. And Sydney moving on because that's we're a selling league, the A League, uh, Rodrigo. Now, I'm happy now, Carlos. Thank you. So, Alex is now feeding his family $750,000 a year. Yes. Yeah. Good man. Go, Alex. Go with our goodwill, mate. Yes, and he's opening up space for someone else. Yeah, that's yes. true. To feed a family. That's true. And the I... greats retired, uh, Rodrigo, uh, this week. Josip Skoko retired, and, and really, he's the prototype of what an Australian professional footballer is all about. 16 years as a pro, you know, 51 caps and nine goals for the Socceroos, Sydney Olympics representative. He's done it all. You know, he's played in Croatia at Wigan Athletic. Yeah, see, there's a bit of romance here too. Rodrigo played one last season in the A-League in front of family and friends. This is the boy that left uh, as a 16-year-old in Geelong and never played in a cell and mm. just wanted to pull a hamstring one more time for his family <laughs> and friends at home. And uh, scored that cracker against yeah. Greece. That's right. Exactly and right. He probably thought uh, when he got onto Amy Park for the warm-up, you know, the game against Central Coast, that uh, I made the right decision. Uh, yes. Unbelievable. And uh, all the best of luck. I'm sure we'll have Josipic in the uh, studio very, very soon here with the 40 Diego's. Coming up, El Nino leaves Liverpool. Jose tells us all about it. Stick around. Across Australia, this is the 40 Diego's. Arriba! Triple M. Feel North Queensland's fury. Get Adelaide United for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us a line at diegos at 4diegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S.com. Also, join us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash 4diegos. Coming up, we look at how faulty technology killed the German football dream. But first, Jose, what's the latest uh, with the EPL? Well, the big news this week had to be the uh, the departure of Torres from Liverpool to Chelsea. And, uh, I mean, did it really come as a surprise, boys, really? Or was it, you know, a well-orchestrated theatre with you know the the everyone in the know prior uh, to the signing of the of course the contract. of course they knew you can't whip up paperwork for fifty million pounds just no. uh, in the two minutes before the deadline. Uh, Carlos, uh, you're telling me it wasn't cash? I thought uh, it was cash. Uh, I thought cash Roman only dealt with cash. No, he just de- deals with oil wells. Yeah, really, he, he must just, have. That's how that's how you pass those things around. He, he must have found some oil, Carlos, too, because he would have liked this to have happened a lot earlier because that fifty million uh, pound price tag. Wouldn't have been anywhere near that, or might have been no, maybe 40. That's not bad either, is it? No, that's right. And look, I'm sick of these guys that are leaving their clubs and saying, oh, you know, the fans need to understand, and uh, I won't celebrate if <laughs> no. I score. Yep. Obviously, the fans, the Liverpool fans, took that very well. They started burning uh, Torres shirts in the streets. So yep. obviously, they're, uh, they're thinking, oh, yeah, no problems, no hard feelings. Wouldn't it be great if he, I know he said he's not going to celebrate if yep. he scores, but if he celebrates and he does an Adebayor and he just goes to the other end of the ground. Well, and just... what, he, what he shouldn't do, for sure, a bit of advice, do not kiss the Chelsea badge because he's actually admitted that he never mm. kissed the Liverpool badge. And yes. that's, that's, he's got to have to move out of town. If he's got a house in Liverpool, sell it now, mate. Now, I think, yeah, to fuel the crowd, you know, <laughs> maybe you should kiss the, the Chelsea badge. But, you know, Liverpool uh, on the on the counter come out, they pay £35 million pounds for Andy Carroll Outrageous. and uh, 22.8 for Luis Suarez. And he scored against Stoke, which was great. So uh, good value for, for them. Can I just say, the Andy Carroll just reminds me how much they uh, they miss Crouch. You know, yes. He's got the, the height. The height. They miss, they're going the big little man again. They're paying 35 million poons, Vinny, for potential, though. Yes, and, they are. Uh, and you don't even pay 
for a, an established player that much yeah. money in most most of the time in world football. So I think uh, Liverpool panicked a little bit. They got all this money in their pocket, and the fans wanted a replacement, and they've just gone for a British-born young guy who's going to probably spend a bit of time in the big house very very soon. <laughs> he is now the eighth highest transfer in the history of the game. Not just England, yeah. but the game. He's not worth that much. Yeah, yeah. Sad, isn't he's, it? He's up near Zidane, you know. <laughs> Zidane <laughs> and right. Qatar and these sort of guys. Yeah. But uh, did anyone actually tell him that he has to play next to Didier Drogba <laughs> and uh, Le Salk, uh, Nicolas Anelka? <laughs> Le Salk. No, that's Le Salk. And Didier's got a BO problem too. I don't know if you <laughs> want to get that close. But, but all, it, all, all it says really is that someone's going to go from that prong. Like uh, Drogba, I reckon, is on his way out. He's yeah. going to play with... Uh, Special one. Exactly right. I think he'll go to Real Madrid. Now, Jose, big retirement during the week. I yes. didn't think anyone could be more hated than uh, Kevin Musker, but this guy, Gary Neville, <laughs> yeah, is, uh, is more hated yeah. than Kevin Musker. Sad days for Liverpool. Sad days for Man U. Gary Neville announced his retirement. The guy has played over 600 games for Manchester United. Yep. He's only scored seven goals. <laughs> I would be questioning his value, really. <laughs> I mean, as a, as a defender, I yeah. know his job is not to score goals, but really, seven goals in yeah. 600 appearances. 85 caps for England, the most limited player to win European trophies, <laughs> yeah. uh, play for England 85 times and also uh, win many, many other club uh, tournaments uh, and trophies. I'll I tell you what, the, the moral here is if Sir Alex likes you, he really does like you. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the thing is, it's very interesting, Carlos, about who's accepted into the Manchester United family and who's not. You know, we've got Ronaldo, we've got Beckham, who are clearly shunned. Uh, <laughs> Gary Neville... Uh, Fergie wants him to stay. He's got a spare bed at uh, Sir Alex's house. <laughs> He's just a rich fan now, isn't he? You know, he, this guy was much loved in the dressing room, and that's all that counts. Well, apparently he's going to be a TV pundit now, taking oh, over from the boys who were kicked off of sexism. So we'll see how what uh, Gary comes up with. But thanks very much, Jose. Fantastic EPL scene. Next up, it's German technology, not so cutting edge with Vinnie Venezuela. So stay tuned across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Melbourne victory. Get on board the Central Coast Mariners. For Hyundai A-League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Vinny, it was a case of technology gone wrong in Germany this week. Yes, Carlos. Frankly, I'm disappointed with all of Germany. When I think of Germany, I think precision. <laughs> Maybe I think nudist uh, parks in the CBD, and I think of uh, managers that look like one of the Beatles. But, uh, you know, we all know about the Torres deal. That went through smoothly. But uh, what about Eric Maxime Chopu-Motting, mm. who plays for Hamburg? What about him, I hear you say? What well, about Mo- him? Well, Motsi wanted to go to Cologne, and he set it all up there. He's got the apartment teed up. Girlfriend's up there already, new mates organised, doesn't know anyone in Hamburg anymore. He was ready. It was a done deal, ready to go. Bags were packed. He was on his way. But the paperwork, the paperwork, (laughs) paperwork, the paperwork was ready too, but uh, they put it through the fax machine. 15 minutes before deadline day closes, fax machine starts smoking, hissing, (laughs) madness, madness. So little Eric. See, the problem with all that, Vinny, is he got his dad to fax it. And the the problem is whenever I ask my dad to fax anything, he just gets his toolbox out and thinks he's got to fix something. (laughs) He he didn't try and stuff it through the actual telephone, did he? (laughs) He tried to fix the fax. That's (laughs) his problem. Now, uh, apparently the fax machine was made in China. That's what the Germans are claiming. But a spokesman for Hamburg said, aren't we Dunkoffs? (laughs) When you think about it, we could have probably scanned and emailed the documents. (laughs) Maybe even called a courier. Oh, well, at least his girlfriend's called a cologne crash pad. Fantastic. Well, we'll check out how Eric goes at Hamburg. Thanks very much, Vinny Venezuela. Next up, to special sauce sombrero moment with UK football journey Mike McGrath. So stay tuned across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. 
feel the Melbourne heart. Soar with the Newcastle Jets. For Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to a-league.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us a line at diego's at fordiegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S.com. And you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash fordiegos. Coming up, how FIFA deals with corruption. But first, joining us from the UK to talk EPL football, please, a big Diego's welcome to UK football journo Mike McGrath. Mike, thanks for joining us. No problem, guys. Now, the January transfer window uh, is always crazy, that time where people want to buy and sell with gay abandon. But with Chelsea picking up Fernando Torres from Liverpool for £50 million, and more incredibly, Liverpool spending its windfall on buying Andy Carroll from Newcastle for £35 million. It seems that everyone's gone stark raving mad. What are the pundits saying about it over there in the UK? Yeah, well, we called it uh, yeah the Manic Monday uh, because nobody could really see it coming a month ago anyway. I mean, if you said a month ago that Kenny Dalglish should be Liverpool manager and that their strikers would be Andy Carroll and Luis Suarez, um, you know, people would have probably sent you to the nut house. Um, <laughs> but uh, and on the other hand, you've also got Torres um, going for 50 million to Chelsea, uh, player who's not really hit any any kind of form in the last 18 months. So it was a real, it was a manic Monday. It was um, a lot of panicking as well. Um, they weren't just they weren't the only deal going through. Now, Mike, you've put me in a good place, actually. It's Rodrigo here. You know, I'm just thinking about the Bengals now, right throughout <laughs> this uh, entire conversation. Just another manic Monday. Now, you know, we talked about Torres, and uh, look, he basically put in a transfer request, didn't he? There was absolutely no way the Liverpool fans were ever going to forgive him if he stayed. No, um, I think <laughs> unfortunately. It was uh, Liverpool fans. They they really do back their players and their managers. But it seems that there's been a bit of a change this season with uh, Roy Hodgson. And I think with Torres, he certainly wasn't the player he was 18 months ago, which everybody had you had to keep. Um, it was different to that. And like you say, when you when you turn against the club, I think they will turn on you. They're very um, they're very loyal to their principles in Liverpool. Mike, you know how the Diego's feel when it comes to the FA Cup. There's just no romance anymore, except that is when a non-league pub team, Crawley Town, get drawn to play Manchester United in the fifth round of the competition, which is unbelievable. Now, you made the eight-hour round trip to see (laughs) Crawley beat Torquay United to earn the right. Are you feeling the romance, Mike? I think, you know... I am. I thought it was a fantastic. I think people people criticise Crawley. They they think that they're the Man City of non-league football, um, and they they've bought their way to success. But I, I thought at the time, I thought it was a fantastic story that they've got to the last 16 of the competition, and it was almost fate that um, that they get Manchester United as well. The two managers are from uh, are both from Glasgow, and um, and I think it was just meant to be. I think. Uh, it, uh, there's been a lot of talk over here about whether uh, the FA Cup has uh, kind of diminished a little bit, but I think Crawley—they're the story of the, the story of the year. That they've got the big draw, um, and I, I, I can I can see them getting it. I can't see them winning, but I can see them getting a goal um, at Old Trafford, which would. Um, and to be honest, a lot of their players probably will play at a higher level um, later on in their career anyway. So. It will sound them in good stead. I think it'll be a fantastic match. Thanks for joining us today, Mike. No problems, guys. Anytime. That was a special soft sombrero moment with UK football journal Mike McGrath. Coming up, it's FIFA tribunals, tights, and technology with Vinny Venezuela. So stay tuned across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. 
And you can join us right here every week for your dose of world footy Diego style. Coming up, it's the snood debate in EPL football with Jose. But first, Vinny, what's the latest FIFA news? Thank you, Carlos. Well, look, uh, I'm glad our FIFA dollars are hard at work. FIFA has uh, rejected appeals from uh, suspended executive uh, members Reynald Tamari and uh, Amos Adamu after the uh, cash for, for votes scandal earlier on in the uh, year. Also known as cash for Bagola. Cash, cash for, for pool room. Cash for cans. Cash for cans. <laughs> cash for mountains in Fiji to watch the World <laughs> Cup. Now, uh, they banned, Tamari and uh, Adamu have been banned from all soccer-related activities for one year. No diving. No diving. Can't look at a ball. Can't watch a game. Can't take part in the Mexican wave. Yep. Not allowed to say the words fat boy fat. <laughs> How's he going to live without a nutmeg, Vinny? How's he going to live? Rodrigo? I, I still, I actually still feel sorry for Reynald Tamari. Because, you know, the guy was was not guilty. Or he was not guilty of corruption. He was moderately Gu- guilty. He was moderately guilty. It's, it's Adamu, really, is the man. He's. He, he was actually, Tamari was guilty of joking. Yeah. He was joking with the journalists. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Eight hundred thousand pound. That's right. My way. Just want to build the, you know, the the, the extension to the back of the house. <laughs> It was all a joke. It is. It guilty. Was. Where's the sense of humour? Fair dinkum. Now, Adamu, who was uh, found guilty of bribery, guilty, guilty, not moderately guilty, but guilty, guilty, <laughs> he's been banned for three years, and apparently in his appeal, he used the words, please, pretty please, I'll owe you, and what about what Muskie did? <laughs> That's right. And never in the subject line of your uh, email put uh, Nigerian appeal, because uh, that just gets deleted, doesn't it? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But uh, FIFA have been busy with other things, uh, technology. Yes, maybe. they're investigating goal line technology again, which is exciting. Any word with, the word, you know, technology and FIFA don't normally go together. But uh, goal line technology is back on the table. They're, they're not, they don't care about uh, offside technology. They just want the goal line technology. So that's on the table at the conference they're uh, holding in Cardiff. Now that they have our uh, 45 million for our uh, World Cup bid, they can now allocate it to World Cup technology, can <laughs> Absolutely. they? Absolutely. I think that's been allocated already, Jose. <laughs> yeah. They're clarifying it though, no fax machines, the fax machines are leaving the office because they can't trust faxes anymore. The other thing they'll be talking about at this conference is under tights, what colour a player's under tights should be because of Robin apparently wore long johns, which were not matching. And so these are the big issues that uh, FIFA mm. is just throwing out And, of there. course, uh, Rodrigo was taken uh, by one of the other things they're looking at the FIFA conference there. Yeah, it's the um, the vanishing spray <laughs> that uh, the ref will use to mark the defensive wall, you mm. know, during a, you know, a, a kick. And that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo to, will use to coif his hair <laughs> during the game. Right. Is that a... just the standard lemon juice? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what makes it vanish, but they're going to use it. You know, they're going to have a spray can in their pocket. Can a striker? just spray himself with it. <laughs> that, that one way getting around the offside rule. Yeah, it make it very difficult for a centre-half to see him then, Vinny. Very, very interesting strategy exactly. there, mate. We'll see what FIFA comes up with with the, the rule-making panel that's yes. looking at all this stuff. Coming up, it's the banning of the snood. Jose will fill us in, so stay with us. Across Australia, this is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Get with Sydney FC for Hyundai A-League. Fan-made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Jose, the snood debate rages in the EPL. 
It does rage, Carlos. And uh, look, in the words of Roy Keane, the snood means soft. And uh, <laughs> the snood, is be- it's become the new fashion accessory of the what modern is, footballer. Explain to the people out there what the snood yeah, is. Yeah, more commonly known as a neck warmer. Oh, yeah. okay. uh, and fondly worn by a number of players, and probably the most well-known snood would be the Carlos Tevos snood and the Emmanuel Adebayor snood. Yeah. Now, FIFA have come out and said that this uh, piece of attire yeah. could actually be dangerous. Apparently, Joey Barton's boot can get caught up in the uh, snood, the yep. neck snood. Absolutely. The other thing they've suggested is that a player could actually grab the snood, thus choking the player. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's weak. The they, apparently, weak. they keep their cigarettes in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's no good. Yeah, they hide their iPods. Of course yeah. they can grab the, the snood, but they can also grab the hair as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they can also grab their testicles, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is the squirrel, squirrel grip. That's true. So, which yeah. is a world away from where the snood sits. Exactly uh, Jose, right. But, you um, don't see people wearing a snood around their testicles. Do, what do about you? the grandmothers out there who are knitting the turtleneck sweaters as we speak, Jose, for the lower leagues? Because of course we don't have the Nike snoods, the lower leagues. They just have the grandmothers sweaters. Oh uh, well, look. I think there's still room for the uh, for the grandmothers to ke- continue knitting. Yeah. Keep knitting. Pass them on to your children. It does get cold. I tell in you, European winters. I tell you what. There will be. There will be a ruling on the colour of the snood. No. Yeah, no. There will be. There will Gone. be. Gone. It's going to go. The foreigners are in outrage at the moment. Uh, uh, they're in uproar. Yep. Tevez already homesick. <laughs> but anyway, we'll keep an eye on it. The snood debate. Coming up, we catch up with Aussie football legend Craig Johnson. So stay with us across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar. For Hyundai A-League, fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us a line at diegos at 4diegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S.com. And you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash 4diegos. Coming up, Rodrigo asks why everyone doesn't love victory. But first, joining us is one of the outright legends of Australian football, live from Florida in the US. Please, big 4diegos, welcome to Craig Johnston. Jono, thanks for joining us. Uh, no problem, no problem. It's Carlos Alberto Diego, mate. Uh, Liverpool were in the news this week, and whenever Liverpool are in the news, you know that you can expect a call from the Diegos. Uh, we hunt you down anywhere around the world where you are and ask you about it. And, of course, this week, uh, the sulky star, Fernando Torres, went to Chelsea for £50 million. Uh, who are the winners, Liverpool or Chelsea, on this deal? Uh, you know, I, I'd... Um... I'd, I'd like to think that they're both winners, and, and actually I think that Fernando Torres also might be a winner, and I think that, um, that, that Kenny Dalglish is a winner, and I think that, that, that Dalglish is astute enough to have been watching this brewing for a long time from the shadows where he's been down at the, um, at the academy at Liverpool, and said, who, who needs a brooding, sulking superstar who's frail and might get injured, and who, who hasn't really you know, busted a gut for us for a long, long time, uh, and we got 50 million quid for him, I, I think that's a very astute move. Now, now, on the other side, you know, the fancy dance down in London, Chelsea, <laughs> you know, Torres might just, you know, turn their season round because when a, a world-class World Cup winner comes to your club, and especially, you know, a pretty boy like Torres, <laughs> you know, they're all pretty boys down there, you know, and maybe they... Like a pretty horse that lifts its, um, you know, its feet up higher when a when a female comes into the ring, you know, a show pony, if you like. <laughs> uh, Craig, it's Jose here. Now, um, I don't know about you, but when I see a pretty woman, it's certainly not my feet that goes up in the air. But, uh, now, Craig, you, look, you know the cop really well. 
they loved you because you always kissed the badge. Now, Torres admitted this week that he never kissed the badge. Is he now the mortal enemy of the cop forevermore? You know, I, I think they're a bit more... Well, they're actually a lot more astute and clever than you, you give them credit for. And they, they know that football, you know, isn't black and white. And, you know, he did serve so well for a lot of years. There, there's been a lot of acrimonious departures in other ways. Remember Sol Campbell, you know, from, from, from Arsenal to Tottenham, vice versa, whatever, you know. Uh, and there have been some nasty moves and uh, split-ups. And I actually don't think this is one of them. Here in the Four Diego's across Australia, you're listening to a very special soft sombrero moment with Aussie football legend Craig Johnston. Uh, Craig, it's Carlos again, mate. So coming up on the 14th of February, another Aussie legend, Mark Viduka, will be awarded the Alex Tobin Medal at the PFA Awards in Melbourne. As a fellow great of the game, you were awarded this uh, accolade last year. Tell us a little bit about uh, what uh, being awarded the medal meant to you. Well, well that, that's funny. And, and because, don't start crying, Craig, uh, please. <laughs> what I was going to tell you this time without crying, however, <laughs> is um, I'd never been awarded anything in Australia. But, but when the PFA phoned me, right, I actually said no. You know, I, 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 you know, I don't need any awards. I'm, I'm happy, you know, with what I did and, um, you know, I'm fine. And then George Negus came and explained to me, in, he was in, um, in France where I was at the time, so George, who I love dearly, and, and he, apart from me, he's your biggest other fan, or only other fan, by the way, <laughs> the truth man. There's only two of us. So George sat down and said, by the way, he said, 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 you have to do this, Craig. He said, because it's not Soccer Australia or Australian Soccer Federation or the FFA or the SFA. You know, all the, all the things have been called over the years. You know, the administrators and the guys basically that, that beat you up and, and, and dished you. He said, this isn't from those guys it's from the pfa the players and they've they've watered you and he said and furthermore he said it's called the alex tobin medal and you know i i just love alex tobin and all he stands for is a professional australian soccer player so so george and and the name alex tobin you know sort of talked me into it so so that's why um i i i said yes i'll, I'll accept the award and when i came home and i accepted it yes okay i burst into tears and said thank you and told them what a, a, an idiot i'd been for you know for not playing for australia and all of that stuff and you know burst into tears but um the the, the key thing was it, it meant so much to me you know and my kids as as one of our only two listeners in uh, in the world thank you very much for your time as always craig thanks very much mate all right then see you guys that was a very special soft sombrero moment with Aussie football legend Craig Johnston here on the Four Diego's. Next up, it's more A-League news with Rodrigo, so stay tuned. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. Arriba! Triple M. Feel North Queensland's fury. Get Adelaide United for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to a-league.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Welcome back. This is the Four Diego's Across Australia with Carlos, Rodrigo, Vinny and Jose. Rodrigo, why is everyone so unkind to Melbourne Victory? I don't know, Carlos. That's a question I was going to ask. But um, seriously, um, Miron Bleiberg and uh, Ernie Merrick are at each other. Yeah. You know, I'm tipping that uh, you know when they have the coaches' dinner dance at the end of the year, they're not going to be on the same table. No. You know, you've got uh, Miron Bleiberg in one corner, cool, tanned, you know, funny, yeah. you know, idolises uh, Jose Mourinho. Ernie Merrick's there, you know, the Dale Scott, intelligent. Yeah academic, unsmiling, yeah. successful, mm. you know. So, you know, put these two in a cage, yeah. you know, that's what might happen. Well, Bleiberg's actually saying that they're a dirty team. 
They're he a has. dirty team. They bend the rules. There's ugliness there, and Ernie Merrick does nothing about it. Well, Ernie's basically come out and said that uh, him saying that is bringing the game into disrepute, yep. which is interesting in itself. But, um, <laughs> you know, he, he thinks that Victory should do what they've done for Steve Pantolides, and that's um, give him some psychotherapy, make him watch videos. <laughs> um, but he's saying Victory haven't done that. Yeah. And what's the bet Blyberg at the dinner dance dances with Merrick's wife? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to like really fire things up. Now, that's dirty. That's yeah. right. <laughs> You know, apparently they've sat uh, Pandalides down as far as the you know the uh, the therapy here. Yes. Sat him down to watch video of all his yellow cards. Now there's no point doing that to Musket. He's watched Wolf Creek <laughs> versions one and two. They're watching uh, chick flicks now at Victory just to soften them. You know, Hachi, the one with the puppy dies and stuff like just to soften them up a bit. They yeah. need that. You know, but Victory's culture's being brought into question here, isn't it? You know, um, uh, Foster Alley's doing it. Craig yep. Foster, he's uh, he's done it. Others in the media are doing it. Uh, it's a tough time for. They play a hard brand of football. You know, when you're playing victory, you're going to play a hard game. And, you know, let's not be too soft about this. And let's not uh, shy away from what the, the victory boys have got to offer on the pitch. Maybe accept the fact that just like Millwall fans... Everyone hates us and we don't care. Maybe that's got to be an adage adopted by Melbourne Victory. Maybe it is. And, of course, uh, it's going to be fantastic to see uh, Victory play Gold Coast United in the finals. Looking forward to that. Yes, uh, that's what the build-up is, no doubt. Uh, Miron's playing mind games, uh, Rodrigo. Thanks very much for that, uh, Rodrigo Rodriguez. Thanks, Vinny Venezuela. Thanks, Jose Bluevein Gorgonzola. Remember, for your dose of world footy, tune into the 40 Diego's right here every week. If you want to contact us, drop us a line at diegos at 40diegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash 40 Diego's. And you can check out our wonderful podcast and the full version of uh, Craig Johnston and Mike McGrath interviews at 40diegos.com. So remember, Vinny. Wherever Puerto Rican girls hang out, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. Wherever you samba, rumba, and la bamba, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever there are girls with fruit on their head and balls at their feet, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. Wherever we can go to play football, we'll, we'll be there. there. We are the Diego's. Ole. Ole. Triple M.